0: Recorded during the plague year of 2020, this is the Andromeda Minute. Each week, we get together and talk about the all-too-timely 1971 Robert Wise-directed techno-thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of tvdads.com.
1: And I'm Tierney Steele. I'm currently appearing on Joe Versus the Minute, but if you look me up as One Steel sister, you will find many, many, possibly too many podcasts that I have done. <laughs>
0: You know how to do this stuff, Tierney. That's why I had you on the show. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it'll be fun. And I know, I know you. You love talking. Uh, we're, there's so much to talk about in this particular minute. And
1: oh, uh, this is such a good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's so much smoking and telephones and and guys waving cigarettes and and most of all, the the thing I want to ask you is uh, the big guy, Doctor Robertson, Uh, I get the strongest feeling that that's Cary Grant's old suit from from (laughs) Northwest and they they let it out a bit.
1: (laughs) A bit. A tiny little bit. Uh, Yeah, so I love this room. I love this conversation. The first thing that I noticed after that love fest was that I could not tell you who any of these men are. I watched the whole movie. They they even say that one of them is named Ed, but I literally wrote down I was like, "All right, military bald, mustache, that's Ed. News Ed. anchor normie and pale Kissinger." So Dr. Robertson is I believe who you are referring to.
0: Yeah. But yeah, he will he... be
1: appearing in my notes as pale Kissinger for the rest of our time together. <laughs>
0: wow well, he's the only one that has a a star trek credit as far as i know he was in that uh the original series all Our yesterdays he was like a salem witch trial judge and he had on a big he had like a like a george washington wig so every time i see him here i i keep picturing him getting slapped around by a william shatner (laughs) well
1: and what i love is i've been listening to your episodes and so often you guys talk about all the tv credits all the movies these other people were in and it just really hammers home you know, I I feel such a kinship with all of you, and every so often I'm really reminded that oh, we are in different generations because I don't know who any of these people
0: are. Yeah, it's I, I mean for people for people my age, uh, Ed the guy with the mustache, mm-hmm. uh, when he didn't have a mustache, he that's Walter Brooke who I love. He's he's been in a million things. He's always been on like you know like Streets of San Francisco or Cannon or any of those any of those 60s and 70s detective shows. But uh, to me, his most famous role was he was one of the few people that knew the secret identity of the Green Hornet on uh, on the old Green Hornet show of the 60s. Ooh. And he was the district attorney. So uh, he would always call up and tell, uh, you know, him. he would tell the Green Hornet and Bruce Lee to go, you know, where the bad guys were. So it's like, <laughs> oh, look, it's the DA from Green Hornet. That was my excitement with seeing him on this, <laughs> this scene.
1: I, but, uh, yeah, I had nothing for the men in this film, but I had all the love for the set dressing. And then like, yeah. And he pulls up the little typewriter on its wheels and I was just <laughs> head over heels in love you know a few years ago I didn't buy a horribly expensive used copy because it's out of print of a book that was about the UN building and it was ah. just an interior design book with all these beautiful shots of the UN building and I was like practically drooling on it but I couldn't justify it and it's never crossed my path since but this situation room is like, my vibe. Like, the TV's in the yeah. window, the maps on the wall. The, I was, like, studying all the maps. And then he pulls the little typewriter up, and I was like, well, I'm sold. Can I please come live here? <laughs> I mean, it probably yes. stinks to high hell, because like you said, there are cigarettes, there are pipes, there are every option available but
0: oh yeah yeah and, and that guy's got like a whole uh shirt pocket full of cigars as we'll see later but it's, that's it's... right
1: cigars cigarettes and pipes all make an appearance in this minute and you know there are no windows because this is a situation room yeah, and yeah so... there's no way that carpet is ever getting that smell out
0: oh no it's it's in the paint it's in the walls <laughs> oh, they, they, they have to come in and windex all those little tv screens because they're just covered with uh, you beautiful... know nicotine grease
1: wood panel walls actually that was one thing that my dad remembered being when he realized the culture had changed uh when his company no longer had to have someone come in and clean the windows like twice a year like they would still clean the outside of the building but they used to have to come in in all the conference rooms they would have to deep clean the windows because they would just be covered in a layer from all the smoking that happened in conference rooms
0: Oh yeah, and yeah. all of a
1: sudden he just like woke up one day in the late nine or in the early two thousands and was like, "Oh, huh? We haven't had to do that in a while." <laughs>
0: uh, I remember. I, I can remember. I worked for uh, I worked for an aircraft company, and we had just uh, we rented new office space, and they were moving. They they had cleaned out the previous company, which was I think it was like an oil company or something that was there, and they had this conference room, and the boss bought a new conference table, and they moved the old conference table out of the room and you know they had had years and years of meetings in this room and there was like this brown line around the outside of where the Mm. conference table had been and it's from where all the smoke had settled into the carpet and and, you you know like the part (laughs) that the carpet hadn't touched it was just this brown ring around where the the old conference table was and Mm -hmm. just like wow imagine the lungs
1: (laughs) that used to have to be a preservation issue i when i um when I first went to library school, I went for preservation and there were all these things like, okay, well, if it was stored where someone smoked versus if it was stored where someone smoked cigars versus if it was stored where, you know, no one smoked, but the sunlight was on, like all these different wow. <laughs> things to consider <laughs> that just kids these days have no yeah. idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. They got, they got off easy. It's just, wow. Um Oh, gosh. And uh, I just every, I love the indirect lighting, those sconces over, like they have that big world map in the place. And they've got that huge that huge over, overhead light with the fluorescent that, you know, that the ballasts were going on. It was buzzing. And uh, <laughs> you just wanted something that you just wanted a war to break out somewhere so you could go to the map and say, let's look at D-17 over here. Right there. They're, they're, they're attacking, you know, South Korea. Or something. Uh, it, it's just yeah. gorgeous.
1: I love you know? my uh, my freshman year of high school the history teacher had a world map that was the entire back wall of his classroom. And it was just fabulous. We would spend hours on that thing. And then the other thing he had that I remember, I I almost tried to get in touch with him when it finally happened. He had a, by that point kind of faded, target poster of Saddam Hussein from the Gulf War, from the original (laughs) Kuwaiti invasion uh, that was like, you know, we're going to get them, you know, not, it didn't say next time, but it was kind of implied. And uh, when Saddam Hussein did finally, I almost got in touch with ne- Mr. Annunziata and was like, so uh, did you take down the poster? Because that's that's the other thing those lights would do is change the all the blues became green.
0: Oh, yeah. And yeah. so
1: there were posters that were up in my life that everything is that like greenish blue tint. And then you realize, like, oh, no, that's just how the ink faded from being exposed to these fluorescent lights (laughs) its entire Uh life.
0: Yeah, this, this is a cinematography dream. There's so much... There's so many different like there's these warm tones from the wood, and then you've got the red phones and the red books on the desks, and the Ugh. blue and the and all that flu- you know the, the fluorescent kind of colors that are on all the different maps.
1: And it's not to just... spoil it for your listeners, but listeners, please luxuriate in this right now because it's gonna get so monotone so fast. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> like like live in this room for a little while and just let it soak into you to sustain you through the black and white maps and the entirely beige car in a desert that's coming
0: up the the only thing that's surprising the lack of color is the uh, well there's the one guy who gets to wear the brown shirt he's you know he works for the president so he he doesn't have to dress up but it's like there's a uniform that everybody has to wear the same black tie there's no choice in this (laughs) they all look like they're you know pallbearers it's
1: (laughs) well that that was the other thing from my dad's job he would never wear a short sleeved button-down shirt because when he was growing up, that's what all the IBM drones wore, you know, when you yeah, watch. yeah. And of course, I love that, like, the thick glasses in that shirt is so, you know, NASA Apollo launches and stuff. That yeah. I'm like, this is great. And he's like, no, you don't understand, Tierney. This was like my only goal <laughs> as dressing as a grown up. <laughs> no more short sleeve button down work shirt. Like, no.
0: you're going to dress up with. Well, there's the guy in the yeah. other room uh, that's, that's hovering in, over like, the teletype vest. machine. <laughs> And he's well, and the other guy has French cuffs. He's mm. got he's got French cuffs, and he's wearing cufflinks. I mean, that is so. It's it's like, did you just come in from a dinner party? It's I, I forget what the uh, the ticker said, but it was something like two in the afternoon or something yeah. when this is all going on. Like, why is he wearing French cuffs?
1: He's the office uh, cut up. He has personality.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's got that whole um, uh, Church of Slack uh, uh, pipe <laughs> hanging out of his mouth, and uh, it's. I, I just, I just yeah. like the way they gave him that bit of business here. You sit down and write on a, write on something that's coming out of the teletype with a pencil. <laughs> you know, five takes of doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, just, just an enjoyable. Um, it, it, just, just the scenery here. You, you, you don't even have to watch. The, you know, listen to the words or follow the plot. It's just one of those soak up the end of the '60s in this one room. <laughs> uh. The end
1: of the '60s in one room. I love it.
0: This is yeah. if I had a if 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 I had a basement den this is how I do it. this is how I do up my basement den I'd want a conference table I want maps of Vietnam on the wall and <laughs> and answer the phone with yes chief <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: man Yeah that the wood paneling and we don't see a carpet but you know it's there and you know what oh, color it is and it's fine yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, it's that that burberry too it's like you know you can you could you could lose a, a whole uh, fried chicken dinner in it and it just like soak it up <laughs> <sighs> oh,
1: to this day i cannot stand actual shag carpeting because i spent too much of my childhood like lying on it getting an up close view of what shag carpeting looks like yeah. and folks it's disgusting <laughs> don't do that
0: oh uh, gosh yeah it can it can pull in so much stuff and it's impo- there is no way you can clean it i mean you can no. you can run one that's of those it. scrubber stanley steamer things on but you're just kidding yourself
1: it's... yeah you, <sighs> you want a little like shag throw rug that you can pick up and like shake out that's fine but if i walk into a room and there's wall to wall shag carpeting i like Cannot be in there because I'm just like this is so gross. You know, this is so gross, people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Leave your shoes on. Just don't. <laughs> oh my gosh! And God knows what's underneath it too. You're probably probably like you know 50 pounds of sand that have worked their way through the weave, and it's just in between in between the shag and the plywood under you know subflooring. Ugh. Wow. Ah, well, let let's get into what we've we've talked what about. What are the actually scenery.
1: talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What the, let's let's get into a little bit of the plot. We have um we find out that you can't, (laughs) today they discover that you can't uh, blow up uh, a nuclear device because it's against the Moscow Treaty of 1963.
1: Feels like something they should have been aware of, but okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this should have been like stapled to the folder that says Project Wildfire. You you just open it up, it's like, oh, by the way, 1963, that's an issue.
1: (laughs) Also, I would like to point out that I was barely a lot like aware that there was a cold war going on before it ended in my lifetime and even i knew you can't detonate nuclear weapons above ground (laughs) like without it being an issue
0: (laughs) well see and the problem the problem there is oh well i get i guess the problem isn't with wildfire but the problem would be with piedmont that's that's the that's the situation i mean there really isn't a problem with wildfire because it's underground and it's underground
1: it's quote-unquote contained
0: contained." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We were conducting a test and it just happened to blow up an entire uh, agricultural center. But, you know, it it was oopsies. (laughs) um, But I was just wondering if they could go in and maybe bury the bury the nuclear bomb. That would have been the thing that I would have said, Okay, you send in a team. We know that it won't eat through their uh, spacesuits because they just had two guys there. Send in some guys with a nuclear bomb and uh, drill a hole. I I don't know if that's if, if that would make a difference. But. It, ladies know, I and gentlemen would... this is
1: why jim is not president for the record because he came up with that very quickly <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean on if I, I get if,
1: away with it
0: <laughs> if they did that it would change the whole movie so that you know of course they have to have a have yeah. a little brouhaha about it
1: and it um, doesn't matter because the president has postponed
0: yes yes for 24 to 48 hours so i guess i think maybe it'll just blow away or you know uh everybody put on a mask and it'll be fine It um but the yeah and uh I, when I when I read about seven twelve, the thing that always bothers me is well, what's seven eleven or seven ten, or what, what are those? What are the other? What are the other things that we haven't found out of the other directives? That's they're up they're up to section seven. So what's you know, mm. there's entire entire groups. Um, but I guess I, I wonder if that's the only one that uses a nuclear weapon, or do they have another reason why? Like if or is
1: seven a... nuclear weaponry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or it's something to do with you're right because we don't even know
1: which part yeah the seven versus the twelve like those yeah. two neither of them have any categorization to even start a assign- you're right that is annoying never mind yeah let's not think okay about that I'm sorry <laughs> yeah
0: yes yeah, it's too much pain it's too much pain let we'll um, I
1: start to think like the seven could refer to like a contained air you know you have the you have the nuclear aspect of it. That it's a contained area, but above ground in Nevada. Like there are all these different or New Mexico, whatever it
0: is. New Mexico, yeah.
1: There, there are all these different factors that are going into it, and we don't know which corresponds to what part of the coding. So yeah. there's no way to like break it down.
0: Def- definitely an indexing problem. So I, we're not I don't getting know.
1: to Bletchley Park uh, based on our analysis yeah. of this one.
0: Yeah, it's it's too too much to think about. Maybe 712 refers to a part of the. No, I couldn't refer to a part of the treaty. They wouldn't mention. By the way, we're, we might do this in case we bring back alien life forms, and we got to blow them up in the middle of a small town in southwestern of Western. Yeah, States. yeah. Uh, I the one thing I really admire Grimes. He's the guy without the without the tie, Mr. Grimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he <laughs> he he writes he writes term papers the way I used to write it. It's there was no first draft. There wasn't any taking notes. It's just he takes the paper and he screws it into the typewriter. It's like okay, dear Mr. President, uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> He's gonna give a briefing in one take <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just admire really the guy good. for his uh his, his complete lack of proofreading.
1: Have uh, we considered that this is directive seven hundred and twelve and there have been seven hundred and eleven incidents ooh. in our nation's history that we know nothing about
0: oh yeah this could be in like that presidential book of secrets mm-hmm. um, hmm yeah this could be the you know the uh uh The Eisenhower we sent to visit Moscow wasn't the Eisenhower we got back. That could have been something like seven fourteen or seven (laughs) oh three. There you go. Yeah. Or uh, what? What to do about the three John Glens that came back? Uh, (laughs) There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Okay. I would. I would totally watch that show.
1: And there'd be so many episodes it could, would yeah. run for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. His seasons, this is season seven. So, yeah. um, wow. Okay. Yeah. I would sign <laughs> up for that. I will sign up for that perfectly. Um, there we go. Uh, so, uh, his, his fallback plan here when he says that, uh, they're going to wait 24 to 48 hours and instead he's going to circle, he's going to circle the town with national guard. So yeah. how close are they going to get? And, I mean there's right now while they're sitting around chatting there's a Coca-Cola truck that's heading to that grocery store in Piedmont <laughs> somebody's going to be coming up to pick out pick up the mail um they might have uh you know the guys that work at the gas station might be expecting a gasoline delivery and nobody's done anything about this so I guess there'll be just more dead people when they get there
1: Yeah I was kind of surprised maybe it's just the way the movie is formatted where it was like Okay, it sometimes feels like a lot of time has gone by all of a sudden and nothing has gotten accomplished, and then you get like a second-by-second second time progression.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And when when Ed, our, our mustachioed guy, mm-hmm. uh, he turns out he says we're gonna we're gonna send out the national guard to cordon off the area around Piedmont. That's your department, Ed. Well, what what department is that? Because it's not. I mean, is it that he? I thought he was the assistant to the other guy that's the cabinet secretary so he's either secretary of defense or the assistant he i so i don't know secretary what his ju- hmm. The yeah the, the guy with the gray hair is the secretary of defense i think he just he's listed as the cabinet secretary so okay. i don't but i don't and know if he's the secretary of defense and the assistant guy is in charge of the national guard but that's that's a state thing he'd have to get a hold of the governor of new mexico i don't know It's. Yeah
1: must be someone ha oh oh 2020 the gift that keeps on giving there is someone whose job it is at the federal level to say hey we think the national guard like he can't make the national guard go but he could call the governor of new mexico and be like hey bud you uh you might want to take care of this
0: yeah i mean wouldn't wouldn't the president be the guy to make that call? I mean, maybe he has people that do that, but I would think that if you're getting a call, if the governor is getting a call, and, and it's like, uh, "We're going to need the national guard." That's true. N- it should guard. be JFK. Yeah. And and the other thing about it is, we need the national guard to get out, but we're not going to say why. <laughs> we can't tell you why. So that doesn't
1: court- that doesn't strike me as unlikely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've
1: become very cynical about the national guard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I started out. Just completely accepting that that was a part of things, and I've become slowly radicalized over time.
0: (laughs) I just, it's, it's just, it's just very peculiar how much stuff they can, you know. I mean, I guess these are, these are cynical times, but it's like, it's just weird how much stuff they can do, and no, like, like we'll, we'll do this, this, and this, and it's like, well, don't you have to get somebody out there to do this and this for you? It's not, you can't all handle it out of one room, but um again this is i think we uh i talked about this with brett stillo in and uh uh, in earlier episodes about how this is a type of uh it's competence porn you just kind of you you, you, you hope there's people in the government that like they have you know anything that comes up if there's an alien invasion stuff they've got a file on it and all they have to do is write up a three paragraph report to the president and say here's here's what we're gonna do and but you know all these guys seem competent
1: I'll reassure you a little bit because what uh, what Bald says is, you know, instead, Hill president, send out the National Guard to cordon off the area around Piedmont. That's your department, Ed. So maybe, like, Ed is off to set up that phone call between that governor and the president.
0: Yeah, okay. And uh, then he, when he... the
1: president gets off the phone, he will stay on the phone with the governor and be like, so specifically what we need you to do is blah, blah, blah,
0: <laughs> <Yes>. blah. <laughs> and don't ask why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and here's the excuse we're giving you, but <laughs> yes. it's not true.
0: <laughs> Nerve gas or something. Yeah, it's a th- close yeah. encounters. That's what it's, it's going to so be. It's a gas. close encounters yep. excuse. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that would have been great if Spielberg had, had called it a seven twelve. but oh well. Um,
1: oh, missed opportunity, uh, bud. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, such a chance. Um, but then I do like, you know, Ro- Robertson, who's the guy that he... Robertson is the guy that pushed... He got the money... Um, for stone to build wildfire, and hmm. uh, he's like, "No, no, we got to blow it up." <laughs> <sighs> uh, oh. He's just—I I do like the way he sputtered. He yeah, just, when he goes,
1: he's a lot <laughs> just... of fun.
0: I like him a he... lot. <laughs> he's just a re- really big. Uh, do you know the character actor? Act- the character actor, no, I'll say it right. The character actor, Cuddles from uh, Casablanca. Oh, if you oh. remember him,
1: yes.
0: Yeah, that's who this guy reminds me. of. I mean, you take his, you, you give him like wireframe <sighs> oh. glasses, and he could okay. be cuddles.
1: I could see that.
0: <sighs> so, but yeah, he's just so. Bu, 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 but uh, He just he's never had a good day. He's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the the people at that point in government rarely do.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's... he
1: is the he is essentially. The producer for secret military science projects that that just has to be a nightmare,
0: yeah. Yeah, but he I mean, doesn't it's get like to he, do
1: any of the cool science, he no, just he gets just, building
0: he, permits for it. Yeah, he gets to watch everybody do it all wrong. It's like, no, this isn't what I planned, and yeah, just uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I get the feeling when he has a birthday and he gets a uh, the cake says happy birthday, Robert, and it's like, no, my last name's Robertson, my first name's Bill, I'm Bill, and you know, I just. <laughs> Just, it just—it just feels like nothing goes right. I just—you feel for the guy. And oh, those those pants, those pants. He's like Humpty Dumpty. They go—the the waist goes up to his sternum. Uh, it's so. Oh. Yeah. Yes. It's a look. Uh, it is. It is. And like I think, you know, it's—it's it's like Cary Grant was probably a, another six inches taller than him. And it's just here. Put these pants on. We'll just let let the waist out a bit. It'll be fine.
1: Oh, and it goes uh, into the next minute. But I love his little like. Tell the president I said so. It's like. Yeah. What is that gonna do, dude?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Robinson disagrees. Whoa!
1: <laughs> oh boy. Well, we can't go against what yeah. Doctor Robinson's recommending. Yeah.
0: yeah. See, see uh, Nixon holding up both of his hands and wiggling his fingers to go. Ooh. That scares me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, wow.
1: Was it Nixon?
0: It was Nixon. It was. Yeah, so first term of Nixon. Whoa. yeah. So and he's like deep in, or he's, Nixon he's does deep.
1: not get. Nixon d g a f about Project Wildfire. Yes,
0: this just sounds like a mess. He doesn't want a mess.
1: <laughs> no, you,
0: you idiots did it. You fix it. So, uh, wow. Well, anyway, a very intriguing minute for the, for the start yes. of this week, and plenty more stuff to come. And uh, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the uh, the put down next uh, in, on Wednesday's episode, but we'll, mm. we'll we'll save that for then. Uh, yeah. But Tier- Tierney, When people want to hear more of your dulcet tones, where can they find you? <laughs>
1: Uh, if you go to com, that's O-N-E-S-T-E-E-L-E-S-I-S-T-E-R.com, you will find links to all of my podcasts, all of my guest spots. Uh, you'll also find links to my writing and to my Patreon if you want to check those out as well.
0: It's like it's like the Library of Alexandria, only better because it's still here. So, <laughs> yeah, that's <definitely> why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to work in some library stuff uh, but uh, anyway for folks, who, for folks who would like to talk about uh, us on social media we're available at a couple of spots go to the uh, the big site of course uh, and- Minute.com to pick up any of the past episodes uh, and of course on social media at uh, what do they call it oh they call it Twitter Twitter Andromeda Minute and uh, also on Facebook at Project Wildfire uh, which is right out there on Facebook love to hear from you hear what you're thinking of the movie as we're talking about it but uh, we'll be back here on Wednesday in the meantime wash your hands keep six feet apart Part and uh, we'll get through this okay so we'll see you here on wednesday next time on the andromeda minute very flattering we don't know much more than when we got here